Hi, I'm Lippy. And I'm Grumpy. Together we're Lippy and Grumpy Do Podcasting. In this episode, what we did over the summer. Now, Lippy. Hello. It's been a long while. It's been such a long while. I think it's over two months. Fairly close to over two months. That sounds about right. But we've had a very exciting summer. We have. There's been lots going on. Which still seems to be happening because it is um, 27.6 degrees in the office here. And I've had to shut the door because there's some noise downstairs. Yes, we were. We were 28. But the best thing we did is invest in an aircon unit. (laughs) We were slightly worried about it because we bought it. And then a week later, we went into the plunge of coldness. But then now, last night especially, it was 28 degrees, blasted it for an hour before we went to bed. It was ice cold in there. It was so good. (laughs) I am very jealous. Very Mm. jealous. But we've only got two more nights of this and then all three more nights. Who knows? Anyway, last week I sent out, a week before I sent out some Mm. social messages. You did. And I may have caused a bit of confusion. You did. Yes, I think anyway. (laughs) Yes. So just for the record, you are not pregnant. I am not pregnant. Uh, we have had an addition, but it has got four legs and is very fluffy. Mm-hmm. And his name is Floyd, and he is an Australian Labradoodle that we picked up yesterday. And he's settled in so phenomenally well. I can't quite get over how calm and collected he is in the house. Oh, I'm just excited to meet him. Only a few yet. days. Only a few days. Mm-hmm. So I shall put some photos on the socials because he is too core for school, as they say. Yes especially the picture of him asleep on your shoulder yes but that is showing rather large tummy of mine (laughs) so i might crop that in a bit yes however i would uh i would like to point out this photo is super cute of him asleep on your shoulder it is yeah however that will be his spot now you realize well possibly but it was a bit hot so he was only Mm. on there for a little bit but in the winter he won't be too hot and He'll get bigger and bigger, and he'll want to come and sleep on your shoulder. Well, the thing is, as he gets bigger, he'll be able to sit on my lap the moment he falls through the middle. <laughs> so it's not particularly comfortable. So as he gets no. bigger, he'll take up more space. He's not supposed to be massive. I think medium is the size. He's chunkier than the other brothers. Yes, he was a bit of a, a bit of a chunker, wasn't he? He well, he still is a bit bit barrel-like, <laughs> but big big feet and legs. So. I suspect he's, uh, he'll be, be a bit more like his mum than his dad. Cute. Very cute indeed. So we'll keep mm. you up to date with the Floyd Tales. And we are going to launch an Instagram channel, apparently. I've heard. Uh, it'll be very difficult deciding which photos to put on there. Uh, just all of them. Just put all of them on. Well, some of them a bit blurry and, you know, Wife of Grumpy's video in skills aren't <laughs> exactly Oscar winning. <laughs> put it that way. <laughs> Good point, good point. Good. Okay, well, before we go through a roundup of our summer, I just Mm. want to shout out to the Screaming Tomato, who's had a bit of a tough time lately, and just to know that we're thinking of you, and just to remind him that I've known him longer than I've known Lippy, which is quite scary. Well, that seems crazy, yeah. Yeah, it does, yeah. Yes, indeed it does. Crazy. Uh, Yes, so uh, anyway, we're thinking of you, Screaming Tomato, 
Mm-hmm. And um, no doubt you'll be back with some observations. I have got one from the last episode, which was so long ago, we've probably forgotten it. <laughs> so I shall do that at the end. Anyway, I started off the summer with a trip to Le Mans Classic. Yes. Which was, uh, it's odd when you're expecting something to be good and you go there and it's even better than you thought mm. it would be. It was just a brilliant, brilliant trip. So there's three of us in a Volkswagen camper van and yes. uh, only one of us slept in the van. Two of us slept in a, a let's say, a tent on its last poles. <laughs> it uh, it didn't come home with us. It, uh, it was leaking on the old bit of rain that we did have uh-huh. and the poles went through the, I can say canvas, it's not canvas, it's 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 some sort of nylon but uh, anyway so it it didn't come back um but it was a it was a brilliant trip uh except for i have to say this piano ferries who, oh no i uh, we booked it as a package and had i known we were going on piano i wouldn't have booked it um, or ah. would have gone some other way because of their really quite horrendous dealings by sacking lots of staff um, a mm. while back and then re-employing people at next to nothing. So I used to love Piano because there were some good restaurants and cafes on there. And now it's all self-service. Even the tills uh, are self-service and didn't oh. work very well. So I'm sorry, Piano, but I would not be going back on, on one of your boats unless there isn't a choice. That's the moaning over. You'll be pleased to know. Done. <laughs> we did have a bit of an incident, though. So when we were packing oh. up... Um, so the stuff in the camper van mm. is being oh. packed up into plastic boxes yes. and um, one guy's doing that and we're having a couple of beers and arsing around a bit and mm-hmm. he comes out, he turns around and all of a sudden there's a very rude word and he goes running off jumping in the van and the other mm. turns looking at one another again, what's wrong with him? And they thought, oh, it must be pretty serious. He never moves that fast. No. And um, what had happened is he put a, a lighter in for the barbecue and the gas hob in the box and it didn't have a lock on the trigger. So as he pushed the lid of the box down, it pushed something it on the trigger, which ignited and then set light to the top of the box. I mean, thank goodness we were there and we hadn't just sort of pushed it away and then got off to the circuit. Yeah, imagine if it was the last thing that got packaged up and he just closed the door straight Absolutely. behind it. That would have been the yeah. whole van gone. It would have been. So I think top tip is only use those that have got a some sort Little of lock on. lock on them. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But uh, if you like your classic cars and you like them all the way back to 1923, highly recommended. So it's a superb event. Very, very good. And we, our tents were about 100 yards from the track. So oh, that we, was super close. Yeah, so we I sat and watched the sure. racing well into the night, um, watching 1920s cars go around with what seems mm. to be candles in the headlights is, is really quite something. That's um, quite cool. Uh, very good. And even though it's that close, you can still sleep because the sort of the roar of the Oh, it is, cars it's like having a nap yeah. in the Formula One. It's best exactly best thing that. ever. It's white yeah. noise. It's it white is, noise. It is white noise. Mm-hmm. What we did see on the way down, though, was a pizza vending machine. And I am slightly gutted that you didn't stop and get one. Well, we did stop and looked at it. I thought it was far too complicated, but I did <laughs> take a photo. So was really it in French? That was part of the problem. Although I think mm. there was an option to put it in different languages. Yes, I could have helped. I'm rather good at French. So I hear, but there's been no evidence of that. Uh, je parlais en pour français. Oh, very good. Thank you. Yeah, but that's about it, isn't it? Do you know what that means, though? You speak a little French. Yeah, yeah. See? That's good. Yes. 
Yes, very good. Is there anything you need to know? I speak a little bit of French. And do you speak English? Oh, I've no idea what that is. Parlez-vous anglais? Oh, yeah, of course it is. I normally find, though, if you you talk to them in French and it's not very good. They'll um, speak it back in English. (laughs) Anyway, I did some videoing and um, sound recording, so I do have a little sound bite. Yes, there's hours and hours of that footage. I got yes. a bit carried away with the. I did just have to take one of my headphones out. Yes, <laughs> for some of the reasons it's always very loud when it comes through yeah. on here. That's cool though. We've got homemade sound bites now. That's a oh, new addition. We've, we've got everything. We've got everything on this this not thrown together podcast in the slightest. <laughs> so anyway, we went back long, and then we disappeared off to um, Swanage. Yes, yeah, you were back a week, I think. I think, yeah, it was something like that. Oh, there was something else in between. I went to the Festival of Speed on the Friday, which was very wet and very windy. Yes, I do remember and you the Saturday that. was cancelled because there was a storm coming through. Mm. And, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I haven't been for a good few years. Um, we had the we had a bit of uh, hospitality as well, which is quite nice. Yeah. Um, thanks for a very generous friend of mine. Lovely. And uh, Yeah, it was lovely. It was great. Um, I got there... F- pretty early to beat the queues mm. um and had managed to walk up a bit of the track a bit of the hill uh, it was uh, it was very good and yeah, you know, if you do go it's well worth getting the roving grandstand ticket because if it does bucket be rain you can shelter and see the cars going oh, some of them good, quite yeah. gingerly because it's uh, very open there isn't it it is very not a lot open. of cover yeah, uh, we walked up to the to the top of the hill where they have the rally stage, which is uh, is my favourite bit. And one of my mates mates was there who was co-driving for one of the cars, and he's heavily involved in all sorts of Group B rally stuff. And uh, mm-hmm. he he was due to go in about half an hour. He said, "Oh, well, I'll just show you around the paddock and introduce you to some people." So we had a good old sniff around the cars and learnt quite a bit, which was. Which was great. It was a real added bonus to oh, a little to, private tour. To, yeah, I know. To, to, it's to, like you're to a VIP day. or something. It was a little bit like that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> very good. Really good fun. Really good fun. So uh, maybe, maybe again in a couple of years. So yeah. So we went to Swanage, which was we did a bit mixed weather wise. It to say. really was. It was beautiful when we got there on the Thursday. That's morning. right. Yes. Mm, really, yes. I got sunburnt putting the tent up. Classic. Yeah. That's a classic Swanage occurrence. I just want to come back to the phrase putting the tent up. Oh, so, I did. New tent. And new tent. in your defense, some of the ground, or in fact, most of the ground there is very stony. Yeah. So it's quite hard to get really normal hard. pegs in. However, with those pegs, they do need to go all the way in. Otherwise, what happens yeah. when it gets windy? The, they pop out, and mm. because you haven't put all of the guy lines out... We did most of them. You didn't do the really important one, which was the one yeah. facing the wind. See, the problem that Duck Boy and I have is we're both of the mindset of, oh, that'll do. Yeah. Let me show you <laughs> the peg. It, Let me get until it peg. doesn't do. Let me show you the peg that we recovered <laughs> from underneath the tent. Is it... Is it that is definitely the, uh, that'll do, Peg. We just smashed a, it in half. But it wasn't even a that'll do because it wasn't in the ground. No, it was oh, under the yeah, tent. Oh, yeah, that'll do. So again, we a photo of that will be going out. on the socials. 
Yeah, we do have that problem. I hadn't been a participant in purchasing the extra pegs, but we thought, oh, we'll get extra pegs just so we definitely have plenty of pegs. They rock up and they are long and we didn't quite have enough time to get any more pegs. And where we camp, you can't have a long peg. You can't go that deep into the ground. You just won't make it. No, what I bought bought us both a pack of, which are like nine inch nails with Mm, a plastic top on them. And they should be okay. You should be able to get those through next year. Yeah, they were. I liked those. We used yeah. those for Wayfest. They were great. Yes, oh, of course. Then but we yes, Wayfest so Swanage well. was great. Was lovely. Yeah, we did bail out early. Yes, well, you weren't the only ones because it was a a, a Bambino weekend with lots of mm. families, kids turning. I say kids, you know, getting close to third. Adult, adult kids. <laughs> and the other tent, which I think was a. I think it's about third hand um, mm. that sprung a, a leak and there was a lot of rain. It was very was. wet and very windy. And I think Duckboy and I made the right call when we did. We decided on the Saturday we were just going to go home. We weren't going to stay overnight. The thing is, if you hadn't stayed overnight, the tent would have collapsed on top of you. Yeah, exactly. Because you hadn't put it up properly. <laughs> so we made a great call. <laughs> so that was a good call. But the others ended up in a hotel. They did end up in a hotel, but we had a glorious day on the Sunday. This was the bizarre thing. You'd have a really rotten day. And then the following day would be, you know, a great summer's day with Mm. no wind, no rain and sunshine. Very strange weather. We've not had anything quite like that before there. No, we haven't actually. It's either been all rain or all sun. It's very unusual to be all rain. Uh, It has happened. Oh, when you oh, turn up, yeah. When we turn up, because yeah. we only normally go for about yeah. three to four days. Mm. Yeah. Well, we did have a trip to the RSPB Centre at Arn and had did a night jar walk in the evening. So they so they served up yes. a curry, followed by um, a mm. really great walk. And they showed you all different parts of the reserve. Lots and of then birds. Lots of birds. Uh, actually, not that many birds, because it was sort of evening, go to sleep time. Uh-huh. And the night jars, by their name, only come out at night. So they, they roost. And then they make a noise like a, a seagull outboard motor is the only way I can describe it. Sort of a bop, 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 bop uh-huh. noise, which is quite distinctive. Uh, so we did see some flying around. But what was really interesting is they were talking about this bit of land that they've acquired close to the original reserve, which has been mm. there for decades. And they thought it would be a three-year funding process because they had to raise money uh, publicly and they had Chris Packham front the appeal and was it three years or 18 months it might have been 18 months yes it was 18 months or three years sorry 18 months to raise the money it was quite a bit of money they'd uh, reached their target in three days oh wow yeah I know <laughs> that's impressive yeah really impressive uh, and it's, it's a great piece of land as well. And there's a lot of work going on in that area uh, to do with diversity of soils and habitats. Mm. Um, and, and a big project, uh, which looks like they're building there, but it's not. It's actually keeping um, all the kit together so they can go and go work on the wetlands. So it was a really good, really good evening. If, if you're into wildlife at all, it's a good place to go. Uh, if if you like a walk, it's a good place to go. And if you like a good curry, it's a fantastic place to go. <laughs> yeah, so we got back uh, well, the end of July, very end of July. And the next weekend was the Frozen Camper's son's first birthday. It was. Which would have been really fun if it wasn't tipping down with rain again. 
it was so wet. And uh, yes, the partner of Frozen Camper is a avid barbecuer. Mm. And he put up marquees and all sorts so he could still barbecue. But it was very damp. Very, very damp. But how crazy is that they've got a one-year-old? I know. It doesn't seem possible. Um, mm. But he's he's he was on the verge of walking. So the troubles, the trouble starts. <laughs> He's now. ready. And then the following weekend after that, thirteenth of August was Car Show Day, which yes, which was again bizarre weather. It was I wasn't able to attend Car Show Day. You weren't, were you? No, because Duck Boy and I had a garden project. You did. Tell us about the garden project first. So, because actually, nobody else, no one will admit as much as myself and Duck Boy do. That we did not think this would go this well. So we built from scratch a pergola or a pergola. People keep telling me different things. I don't know what the correct uh, pronunciation is. I keep saying pergola. So we're going to go with a pergola. So it's got four posts and it's drilled into our decking and it's got edges and then four slats down the middle, all wood. Obviously, I was project manager. (laughs) Well, that is not a surprise. And Duck Boy was... Let's think of a polite word. Duck boy was labourer. So I measured and drew lines and he cut. And then I held while he drilled things. And then when he made mistake drilling, I helped fix the mistake drilling. And it went really smoothly. There was only one actual accident and one potential death. Okay, that's not too bad. So that's not bad, I thought. Potential death being... We, I'd put a post into the ground holder. You know those metal. Yes, they're like a post, met post that bolts to something. Yes. Yes, I'd put it in that and put it on the astroturf upright. Can't remember why I did that, and then just assumed that because it was a square bottom, it would stand and it wasn't drilled into anything. I turned around, was talking to Crit, uh, Duck Boy, and his face just dropped. And next thing I know, this post just slams next to me on the floor. <laughs> Yep, very easily done. <laughs> yeah, so nearly, that was the near-death experience, which probably wouldn't have been death, but it would have been painful, for sure. Well, it depends where, how fast it was moving when it hit you, but there's quite a bit of weight mm. in those. That, yeah. That would have, could have knocked you out. solid piece of wood. Could have stopped you talking for a good 30, It really could have. It really <laughs> could have. And then the actual accident that occurred was very minor, but um, trying to be professionals, we used clamps to clamp the top edges to the posts and to then drill in. And I semi-forgot that when you took the clamp off, if it wasn't drilled, you need to hold the wood, otherwise it falls. So Duck Boy's holding one end to support it. I just take the clamp off the other end and it slams on my shoulder. That was nice. quite painful. Yes, it would have been. Yeah. That, well, that could have been a And completely my own fault. Yeah, you don't remove the clamps or cramps no. in case there's any um well in case there's any woodworkers here i know there's a bit of angst between oh. the, yeah my Is that dad what it's called a cramp my dad was a carpenter oh, and he always referred to it as a cramp well yes i was on a step ladder so it didn't fall that far there wasn't a lot it didn't get a lot of speed behind it but it no, really but the problem with that is if you're on the step ladder well, when the thing falls, you jump to move to miss it, and then fall off the step ladder. And oh, I didn't do and that really because I yourself. didn't even notice. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was oblivious to what I had just done to myself. 
Well, I am very impressed with the DIY project, which according to Google is pronounced pergola. Pergola. Okay. Yeah. So then I stained it, put wood protector on it. And now we've got some really cute fairy lights up there. Brilliant. A grape plant that is growing up the back post and some nice new furniture. That's fantastic. So yeah, every time I look at it, I do feel very proud of myself as project manager. And as should Duck Boy. Oh, yes. I think it was a removing of tiles from your old bathroom that's got him into yeah, this. Yeah, really, it really, really set really a DIYer mode yeah. in, into it. It has. It's flicked a switch. Yeah, because now, I haven't told you this yet, the next thing he came out with is, oh, I could probably just do our utility room myself. <laughs> uh, do you know, he probably could. What, re-plumb it and put electrics well, in? Uh, the electrics is, is difficult because you're supposed to have somebody either sign it off mm. or, or do it and i don't know where the electrics are coming in the plumbing you potentially could do but you what you could do is put everything out bar the electrics and the or get the electrics in first mm. so you could you could do that you could do a lot of it yourself that is possible with a bit of help maybe we'll just pay for that one <clears throat> maybe i feel we'll like see. that's not the next step I think there's something in between pergola and a full working electrical water working room. There is a, there's a, a next jump. step. But the, in terms of fitted cupboards and stuff mm. like that. No. Well, yeah, so we, we've just built a shed as well. But the sh- the, well, that didn't really count as a DIY project. Oh, we're just putting it together. However, yeah. that has not gone well. Ah. Because we started at like... 2.30 on a Sunday afternoon thinking it wouldn't take very long got to a point where I was like let's just stick the roof on it so that it's waterproof <laughs> and go and go and have dinner there's there's several things I've learned over the years and one of them is never to approach something saying I'm just going to do this because oh, it, yeah. it never works out like that and starting projects on a Sunday afternoon absolutely not a no, good no. idea just, just don't don't entertain no. the idea so it's a standing good. shed. We just haven't put the roof on properly yet. And yeah. the door needs redoing where it's, it was a bit wonked with the hinge. So we need to redo the hinge. Sometimes the way they join together is not very good. So you, sometimes the extra blocks of wood help just to give it a bit of strength. Mm-hmm. Uh, my shed at the allotment is, is lean slightly. So you have to pull it in one direction to get the door open. Well, it's quite secure on its base. It's just the, the actual hinge. We need to redo okay. where the hinge is okay. closer well, to the... We, we left too much of a gap. So ah, it's a bit hangy. Okay. That's right. Well, so that's, we just need to tighten that up. And then actually put the roof on properly. Because right. at the moment, we've just draped the weird stuff over the top and nailed it down so it doesn't blow off. The weird stuff being the roof felt, presumably. That's it, yeah. With the, like, stony bit on the top. Yes, that's it. Yes. Yeah, that's the one. That's going to store our new garden Brilliant. chair cushions. Excellent. Very good. Very good work. Well done. I have missed something out from our... Um, well, day by day itinerary of the summer. Oh yes, I got back from Swanage to find that I'd be made redundant. Oh yes, you did, <laughs> which, didn't you? Yes, which I'm, I'm really very pleased about. I have to say. <laughs> so, I, I I'd offered in the previous round for voluntary, and they said no, and then um, they had to do a second round. And it, you were finally uh, picked. Well, for the it wasn't so much picked. It was well. We're going to do this. We can give you a settlement. So essentially you get a bit more than you oh. would do if it had gone through the redundancy process where they'd actually pick somebody. But they knew it was. And it is time to go. What's going on there is mm. is, is not great. So so 
I've got another week and a bit, and then I'm nice. A man of leisure for a while. Man of leisure, yeah, lovely. Which is play quite, with the puppy. Exactly, Great good timing. timing. Very, very good timing. So while you're doing your pagola, yes, we were stood in a field. Away. Yes, yes. Um, uh, we got there, well, I got there about eight o'clock and the heavens opened. Um, it was torrential rain for about oh. 20 minutes. Uh, whereas lots of people had turned up with their classic vehicles at this point. And I'm thinking, oh no, this is going to be a, you know, a washout, mm. basically. But after 20 minutes, it disappeared and the clouds blew over and it was a lovely day. It was warm. There was a bit of cloud every now and then. So it wasn't as hot as it was the previous year, which was ridiculous. The previous year was yeah. ridiculous. And we had a very, very good day and we beat our all time record for mm. profit which is good because that all gets ploughed back, mostly back into the community. It's about 93% goes locally and then other bits go further afield. So yeah, really good. Really, really good. Um, Everybody seemed to have a good day. And again, it's one of those odd weekends where we've had so much um, horrible weather where people Mm. don't take, don't go out or don't take the cars out that you get one day where it's glorious and and everyone came out. Everybody turned up which was good. But what was very interesting is we had, we decided to use a different registration system for this year. And we were literally days from get, from starting it and the company went bust. And it was all is specifically designed for car shows. And oh. we sort of panicked a bit mm. and, and then chose Eventbrite. And it was a bit of a shoehorn to get it in there. But to, by and large, people understood what to do. There's some people that said it was completely unworkable, but I think... <laughs> You're going to get that with anyone in any yeah, system, though. Well, what we did is we had a crib sheet of, to register your car, you do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. And it was generally the people that hadn't looked at that that were having the trouble. Hey, so once we showed them that, everything was fine. Mm. What was really interesting, and in the last two weeks before, I was getting loads of inquiries through Eventbrite saying, I've tried to book for... I haven't got a classic car, I just want to come and look. And I'm thinking, well, it's, it's all there on the website. We've put a lot of time and effort into creating a list of questions that people ask. So mm. you don't have to phone up and ask, it's already there. And yeah. then it dawned on me that these people are finding the event only through Eventbrite, not through our website. Yes. So yeah. they haven't got that information there. No. So that's a, a top tip for us for next year but there mm. must have been uh i reckon three four hundred people had found the site via wow. eventbrite you, because you can see how many have come to it yeah. from with, within eventbrite so that's really I, interesting yeah it is really interesting so you, t- you, t- you look at this you go well actually it's quite expensive to use eventbrite but then for um, an extra three four hundred people yeah if, if those people had come through the gate then it you know it pays for itself. Worth it. So Sounds yeah, so it. very good. So we're starting planning. I think next week is our first meeting for next. <laughs> no year. rest for the wicked when it comes to that show. Is there? there is no rest at all for the wicked. Uh, but it it is not too bad. It's a bit of a panic at the last minute mm. because you get you've you've got final numbers and you're trying to arrange clubs and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, but it's good. And once you've got everybody in on the day and everybody settles down and it's just it's a brilliant day. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant day. Anyway, so we went from that mm-hmm. to Wayfest the following weekend, yes. which is a little festival just outside of Farnham. Great festival. Uh, we were there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. 
Saturday night was Scouting for Girls. Who no, are, Friday night. Friday night, sorry. Friday night, Friday Scouting night. for Girls, which have to be the best festival band in the world. There's they were incredible. So are we going to come back next year just to watch them again? Yeah, I'm sure they'll be on because they're fairly local. Mm. And it's generally one of the biggest crowds is for Scouting for Girls. And Roy Stride, who's the frontman, ex- uh, describes himself as part musician, part children's entertainer. Yeah. And I think that's absolutely <laughs> bang on. Is, yeah. It's very, very, very good. All of us have very achy legs mm. <laughs> afterwards. Should we are oh, jumped so much. Yeah. There's a lot of so jumping much. that goes on. It's, um, it's, very, very good fun. So mm. highly recommended. Uh, we went to pick our puppy on the Saturday, which was just down the road, fortunately. Yes. So we were out for a couple yeah. of hours picking Floyd. Mm-hmm. And uh, interestingly, it's the quietest of the seven brothers. And um, it's the one He's that loony. wife of Grumpy and the horse whisperer liked the look of the most. And the mm. wife of Grumpy was amazed he was still there because we were sixth, I think, out of seven. Yeah. And, um, but the lady who, he was fate, but the lady who breathes them said he, he's quite a bit quieter than the other ones. Mm. And all the other families were, had young kids. Oh, and, and he, he just didn't, it was too much. Uh, it's too much, uh, mm. too much for him. So I think he needed think an old semi retired couple. Yes, a quieter, mm. quieter come couple. Come swoop him up. Either. Yes. Although mm. I think we might run out of energy before he does. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that brings us to the end of the summer, I think. I don't think there's anything. Yeah, we had a Christmas dinner, didn't we? Yeah, we did have a Christmas dinner. <laughs> well, a bank holiday, Christmas bank, barbecue. Yeah, bank holiday Sunday with some uh, some very old friends of ours and an ever-increasing family with mm. grandkids now. That was very pleasant. But So that's, that seems to get later and later every year. So. It does. It was due to the weddings this year, though, I feel like, that we pushed it because we all got married in April. Well, both families had weddings, didn't they? One week after the other. And then last weekend, we had a trip up to Norfolk. Wife of Grumpy and I and yes, some friends. Yes, lovely. It was very nice. The weather was uh, incredible. And uh, we revisited the birth of Duck Boy. Oh, of the yeah. name, yes. Of the name? <laughs> of the name. Not, like, not the Yes. <laughs> That's born in Norfolk, I don't think. <laughs> well, I don't believe so. But the name Duck Boy was... Uh, conceived in norfolk and uh, yes and uh, sure enough there was lots of ducks and geese mm. well we had been at a 70th birthday party that weekend and we did go hunting for ducks because there was a pond but unfortunately there weren't any there oh that's a shame yes that's a shame there's nothing like a, an agitated duck because they're no quite uh, quite vocal about the whole thing <laughs> so that was our summer yeah and we're not going to do a top tip or a fun fact. We're not. No. We're not. But as a bonus, next week, you'll get a normal-ish episode. Yeah. So you get it two weeks in a row. Woohoo! Yes. And then I'll be retired and maybe it'll come out every week. Who knows? Oh, I might be retired by then as well. You never- Who knows? It sounds, it sounds like fun. <laughs> it does until you have to pay the mortgage. <laughs> Don't remind me. That's it for this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. You can help spread Lippy and Grumpy's view on life by leaving a review on your favourite podcast platform. If you're not sure how to leave a review, or if you download from Spotify, there's some help at lippyandgrumpy.uk slash review. And if you would like to get in touch, email podcast at lippyandgrumpy.uk. So it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from him. Goodbye. Goodbye.